0: This is an AMI podcast. Hi, I'm Mary Mammaliti, and you're listening to the Kitchen Confession Podcast. I'm a food blogger with a passion for cooking, and empowering others is what drives me. Here are a few things you may not know about me. I'm legally blind. I have retinitis pigmentosa, a degenerative eye disease. I smile all the time. To me, cooking is about people, and food brings people together. So join me in the kitchen, and let's get cooking. And today, I'm talking with Dan Berberger, Um and we're going to talk a bit about your experiences in the kitchen, good and bad. That's right. Um, so welcome, Dan. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm, I'm very well, very well.
0: Good, so tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: I um well, my name's Dan. I am legally blind. I, uh, I have... Uh, Two detached retinas um uh, twice the fun and um so I lost the fish in my left eye when I was seven and uh the right eye for just really no good reason uh later about 20 years after that and um so my vision's just incredibly hazy and uh well significantly damaged but uh I, I bonk around with the best of them and um I'm a stand-up comic here in Toronto and I uh Love to travel and cook in my spare time. I have a YouTube channel about backpacking. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I what I do. That's awesome. Thank you.
0: Um, Do you have any, you know, experiences that you want to share that either in the kitchen, back in the kitchen, um, your very first time in the kitchen?
1: Oh, geez. I was damn near born in a kitchen. Um, my, my mom uh, really instilled a lot of... Um, a lot of my love for cooking in, uh, uh, from, from my youth. Uh, and she's actually, uh, totally blind and, um, it's not hereditary. It's just bad luck on our family's part, got bad eyes. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she, uh, it has been, neither of us like the word inspirational, but like to me directly, I can kind of lean on her for, uh, the, I, i been influenced heavily by her. I think that's probably the best way to say it because um, well, people ask me like, oh, what's it like having a parent with a disability? I have no idea because she carries it so well that you you don't know that, mm-hmm. that she has a disability. And that's the most prevalent uh, and obvious in the kitchen. And again, she's totally blind, no light, no shapes, nothing, and uh, uses a gas stove. Um, has a phenomenal knife set, uh, all kinds of things, and um, she's just not afraid. And I think there there is that level of fear having having low vision and being near heat. That's a very natural mm-hmm. fear to have. Um, don't go near the hot thing. The hot thing is hot. that makes sense. right? Uh, you don't have to be blind to be afraid of the hot thing um but she uh by her own admission as crazy as a bag of snakes and she flips bacon in the frying pan with her with her bare fingers and (laughs) she'll uh oh is are these potatoes done hang on they've been in the oven at at 375 or 400 for 40 minutes better touch them And and just feels it around and and nope, it needs more time. And She's my
0: kind of cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I like it. I love the, the hands on cooking, and and so I I grew up watching her doing this, and a lot of our best moments were in the in the kitchen. Either, uh, well, I'm not gonna always say best, but a lot of big moments have been surrounded, or uh, we're we're in our kitchen, anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward to today. Yes. Was there ever or has there ever been a meal that you prepared that, you know, maybe didn't go over so well or best or worst reactions to one of your meals?
1: Uh, from myself or from other people. Others, others. Oh, we'll okay. say others. i Cause, 'Cause I'm I'm my own worst <laughs> critic. I um uh, it's see, I don't want to big myself up too much, but I, I I love to practice what I'm what I'm making Before I let anyone else try it. So Mm -hmm. I'm my own guinea pig. So luckily i haven't had it's either that or people are just too polite and don't want to <laughs> offend the blind guy it's yeah. like oh my god he made it but it's blue like why is I it just blue? want to test
0: that out one day and just yeah. put like just garbage on the table and just say here guys go ahead and exactly <laughs> and see if anyone will actually say okay this is horrible yeah
1: yeah exactly and my best uh, mm-hmm. meal recently was um uh, roasted butternut uh, uh, squash soup. Mm -hmm. And um, there was this recipe that I found on, it's one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's Food Wishes. It's this Chef John. He's fantastic. He's a total dork, but he's a really, really, uh, I I think he's a really talented chef. And it was a fantastic thing of soup, but um, his recipe only made one liter. I'm like, well, I can just double this. This is no problem. And, uh roasting two giant squashes in a small apartment oven and then <laughs> making two liters of soup in what i call my my nona pot i've got yeah. this yeah and uh <laughs> you know, like you knew exactly what a nona pot's gonna oh, be and definitely. Uh, and i uh it, it was right to the brim it was very uh i made a mess (laughs) there was there was an unapologetic mess um and if you live with a blind person there is very real chance that there will end up at some point soup on the ceiling how does it get there don't ask the questions it just exactly there it is and um so i made that and i made um uh, uh corn muffins with scallions in them and uh and some cheddar soda bread. It all
0: sounds good. You're making me hungry.
1: <laughs> it was well. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. All, all the the flavor pairings worked quite well together. Mm-hmm. And but then I was paranoid because I'm like, well, this is. I'm. I made it, and I'm like, oh, well, it could be. There could be a little more salt, or it was too thick, or whatever. And. I, I an extra enough. eggshell exactly yeah <laughs> there, there could be extra stock or something and i'm like and, and i'm just standing there sulking while everyone is eating the dinner and they're like oh man it's really good there's t- 11 other people there claiming how good it is mm-hmm. and i'm like you're just saying that because i'm blind <laughs> and just yeah, getting all... our own worst critics exactly yeah, yeah. and uh, uh yeah i secretly i thought it was quite good but it could always be better right um so, yeah, I think that was probably most recently my the, the best meal that I've done and the best response. But um.
0: Have you noticed a difference? So for myself, when my eyesight deterior- – so I basically would shy away from the kitchen when my eyesight did deteriorate because I thought, what am I going to do now? How am I going to do this? I only know one way of doing it. Right. Um, and something that I did in the past find a lot of pleasure in, cooking and feeding people, never at this level, but I always did. Um, coming from an Italian background, always had people over, large meals. When my eyes had deteriorated, I noticed I had to re-jig things the way I did things in the kitchen. And it took me a while to reintroduce myself. Did you did you come across any of that? Did you find um, that you had to do things a certain way in order to to familiarize yourself again with the kitchen?
1: I, I, I did and I didn't um, because um i guess in a a sort of um macabre way that my i was lucky that my mom is blind because a lot of what i've learned uh like knife handling and um the way that you deal with food has all been touch based because we we learn these things from our from our parents and mm-hmm. um so there were a lot of things that i already knew but i was definitely afraid at first, of of using knives, and uh, I quickly learned the importance of having properly sharpened knives. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, you you lose the the tips of your fingers here and there, or you, you get a couple of nicks. And it's like, all right, well, let's start again. Um, as long as I've got all my fingers, I'm I'm good to go. I'll just power on through. But um, yeah, so there were some. There, there was definitely trepidation at, at the start, uh, especially around heat. Um, the biggest problem I have is learning new ovens and stoves, or if I'm at one of my friend's houses or something and I'm going to be mm-hmm. cooking for or with them, I to have to lean across the stove to get my face right up to see which element mm-hmm. I'm turning I'll on. close and personal. Exactly. And, and because every oven manufacturer has to be, you know, their own their own, uh, their own special selves mm-hmm. they always change up which is like all right i want the front left element haha ha, jerk that's the f- back right.
0: right and
1: it's like well this makes no sense at all there's no logic to it or yep. um god forbid you get one of those glass top ones with uh, i
0: was just gonna ask you do you prefer electric or gas uh, i know what your answer is gonna be but <laughs> i need you to say it.
1: <laughs> definitely gas yep. definitely gas because it's well it's it's instant you know what's happening you hear you hear it you smell it you see it mm-hmm. uh, and and if you're not quick enough you touch it and um it's um definitely gas is is my favorite and like those awful i, I know when we when we spoke the first time we mentioned about the glass top ones who are mm-hmm. um are, Awful. For, um, and many hostels that I went to while I was backpacking had these glass top, uh, and usually they're touch um, touch sensitive buttons right in the cooking surface. Sometimes between all the elements.
0: Oh, so that's a complete nightmare.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So usually when I'm backpacking, I'll have two or three finger uh, uh, fingerprints missing.
0: I was just gonna say, do you have your fingerprints? Yeah, they've mostly <laughs>
1: come back, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah they uh they they go pretty quick because it's like oh is that uh nope nope and now now i need help um but usually usually people that that's when i'm pretty quick to hey can i get a hand turning on this element Mm -hmm. and it's like oh yeah yeah for sure speaking of that yes
0: do you have any tips and tricks so for example when frying Mm -hmm. when you do your frying do you use a regular frying pan or do you use a pot which has the high sides?
1: I um I like to live dangerously. I, use the, I, I, pan? I use the frying pan. So do I. It's you know I mean it's that's what its job is there or that's what it's that's what its job is right? Right. It's um I realize well my my housemate pointed out something since the last time that we spoke that I um when I'm heating up a pan. And I'm not—I'm not sure I'm ready to throw in the meat or whatever. Uh, I listen for the the butter or the oil, whatever I put in. I, I listen for it, or I I I know by smell when butter is ready. I don't even realize it, mm-hmm. but I'll um I'll, I'll get them to shut off or turn down the volume on the TV or shut off the Spotify or whatever when I'm about to put something into a pan, so I can listen to it and um what do you
0: listen for do you listen for a quick sizzle do you listen for um uh like a hiss
1: yeah yeah exactly Uh, there's like the whole range there's if it's if you just get a bit of a then all right it's not totally well depending what i'm doing but let's say i'm gonna uh do uh, like a veal cutlet like breaded veal or something i i want to you want to get that pretty hot and um so if it just does a little hissing sizzle, uh, it's not ready. And I'll, what I'll do, I'll just put some water on my fingers and flick it at the pan. I was
0: just gonna say I yep. usually live a little dangerously. Yeah, <laughs> and I take a drop of water and I yeah. drop that into the pan and I listen to that. exact sizzle.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it's it's a really good system. And if you hear it go. Psst, Oh uh, whoa! Okay, that's a little too high. If mm-hmm. it if it kind of hits and pops right off. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe a bit high. But
0: what's your butter tip? Because I know a lot of people do different things, but I'm interested to hear yours. Um, because we tend to with the butter, it browns so easily and so mm-hmm. quickly. So, what's your tip?
1: I um, oh, first of all, if I'm gonna coat, if I need to coat a pan, I use butter like a glue stick, mm-hmm. and I just peel back the foil and just draw in the pan until it's all slippy and and for for me it's i it's just something i I know the smell uh it comes it just once it starts to get nutty i was um, just gonna say yeah yeah once once you start smelling that kind of nutty scent it's like okay it's ready it's like almost beyond ready at that point um and then if you're browning butter, it's um, you know you got to get to that. Mm-hmm. I get to that point and then turn it down. Um,
0: what about your cutting uh, your cutting boards? Because I have a couple of techniques that I use. There's one cutting board in particular that slides all over the counter. So what I do is I usually dampen a tea towel, mm-hmm. put it down, put my cutting board on top, and it kind of keeps it in place. Yeah. I've also found. Um, that there's these cutting boards i think kitchenaid makes them and the handles on the sides are rubber Oh, okay. it's like a silicone right we'll say and that actually grips your counter so it, it kind of prevents it from sliding around uh, okay do you have any things that tips that you do to kind of keep your cutting board in place i know some people that um put it in a baking sheet
1: oh yeah yeah that's that's a good one yeah um i think
0: or you just work with it
1: I, well, my, my cutting boards are, they're pretty garbo. They're, they're, they're not, not great. <laughs> um, but what I, what I do, yeah, I've done the, the tea towel thing before I've, um, sometimes I'll just take, uh, I've got a drawer full of, uh, you know, like the broccoli elastics or, mm. uh, uh, and that I'll just chuck a couple on the counter and slap the, the, the thing down. Cause that seems to be enough grip Oh, that's a good for idea. Me. Yeah. It's, um. And yeah, I don't really have enough tea towels to to dedicate one to to scooting or to to preventing them from scooting around. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, throw some rubber things under there, and it, it seems to help. Or like I I have one of those rubber um uh, lid uh, can open or bottle openers or jar openers. Mm-hmm. You know, like the rubber grips. I think
0: everyone should have that. <laughs>
1: it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it, that works famously for for these for mm-hmm. for that. Um, and then, yeah, it definitely helps, as I said before, having extremely sharp knives—paring
0: um, knife or or large chopping knife. Uh,
1: I or like a chef knife. Yeah, well, both really. I I like mm-hmm. my favorite. I've got this little—I don't know—it's maybe five inches long, kind of santoku chef's knife thing, mm-hmm. and and I love it. I if I have that, and um, what I what i call my food cane it's this uh yeah. olive wood uh, uh little spatula dealie that i've had for over god over 10 years that and i backpack with it i bring it with me and I, i'm just so used to it and i can feel the the food and and everything with it i just uh, I don't know, like I, like I say, it's, it's my like food king. It is my blanket. Yeah, yeah. That's that's slowly degrading and putting yeah. splinters into my food, and will be uh, a toothpick soon. Exactly, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it to the bitter end. So, um, but between that and my my good knife, it's not even a great knife, but it gets the job done. So I I think learning um, backpacking has taught me to uh, make do with what you've mm-hmm. got
0: so Dan, you mentioned that you've done a lot of traveling mm-hmm. and that you've cooked while you've traveled yes and you've cooked in some pretty interesting places
1: mm-hmm it's uh it's, it's true there's um while while backpacking uh well you've got to eat and you can't you, you get pretty sick pretty quickly of pasta every day, just boring old box pasta and just generic tomato sauce from Lidl or whatever grocery store you find uh, the cheapest pasta sauce in. And so um, loving food and uh, traveling with some good friends of mine who are also uh, very good cooks uh, in their own right, Um, I've been... I've been lucky enough to make some really weird stuff in some really demonstrably sketchy places. Um, uh, my friend, the two of my friends who I've traveled with, they, uh, we were in Portugal last year. Uh, oh geez. No, 2016. No. Wow. Time goes. Um, and we were in this hostel and we decided to make, uh, to fry some chicken wings and our, the, kitchen in the hostel was in the attic of this hostel with extremely low light we had to use our phone cameras to light up the room we found this big wonky walk and um got we're pretty sure we well we don't none of us could read portuguese we think peanut oil (laughs) and um which then cooked it uh, heated it up over uh over um this kind of sketchy gas stove which was which had two options off or inferno and it felt like we were launching a spacex rocket uh when we were turning it on and um but yeah um geez it was it was some of the best chicken wings i've ever had anyways we managed to get it at an insanely high temp um (laughs) And I'm glad that the hostel never found out that we did this. It's probably incredibly dangerous, but, uh, yeah, we, we fried up some, some lovely wings. Um, and then my, my buddy who I've, uh, worked on my YouTube channel with Tyler, uh, Tyler Fitzpatrick, he's actually a musician in the city here and he's got, he's on Spotify and all this. Uh, he and I, we met while he was, um, he was traveling and, um, busting all over Europe and he uh we met in France and uh since we've since that was 5 6 years ago and we've since become really good friends and uh and he's my roommate now. Um when we were in this hostel it, together in France, we decided we need to start making real food and using the limited equipment we had an electric stovetop, no oven, um and some really old ratty equipment. Uh, we ended up making currywurst, like so, like curried sausage, mm. uh, potatoes. Um, we made this uh, leek uh, um, pork and leeks uh, soup, uh, this cream soup. It was phenomenal. We made quiche and uh, nachos on the on the stovetop, and
0: um, the quiche. Uh, yeah, the, yeah <laughs> it always
1: comes back to quiche. <laughs> and uh no actually to be fair it was a frittata cuz we couldn't find uh, any uh any uh shell for the quiche so but yeah either way um it's an even lazier quiche
0: an egg uh, pie there you go <laughs> exactly it was an egg pie
1: it's um yeah it came out as kind of like a a, a leek and bacon egg disk but it was um it was a very good leek and egg, uh, leek and bacon egg disk so um and so yeah we we bonded a lot over that and there there's something communal about cooking in a in a well it is very communal because that's the nature of it you're cooking with a group of other people but Mm -hmm. I love that um ideal of cooking together and um which is something that with with my family and my friends growing up cooking has always been something to do with other people and I loved how in, in hostels that will bring people who you might not necessarily speak the same language, but food is food is food. Uh, music and food are the two international languages. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm lucky enough to have traveled with one of my best friends who, who knows both those languages very, very well. Yeah. So, um, and it, it always reminded me of this one quote that I saw in, in Germany in, a in a restaurant, in a, in a bakery, actually, in Germany, and um, it said Brot. Uh, my German's awful. Uh, Brotzeit ist die schönste Zeit. And it means literally bread time is the most beautiful time, which, being French, of mm-hmm. course it is. <laughs> uh, and, but, that, so literally that's what it means, but figuratively it means bread time being like the breaking of bread with mm-hmm. other people, uh, family and togetherness, and that time is the most beautiful time and I, re- I really believe that and I think cooking in hostels or cooking with family or uh, just even if you've got one other person in the kitchen the mm-hmm. cooking is it's about the food but it's also about eating and sharing uh, an experience because um, it's a good excuse to talk you know it is yeah
0: some of the best conversations happen around food and a uh, dinner table
1: exactly I, I totally believe that
0: all right, so now I'm going to introduce our segment, This or That, where I give you the choice between two kitchen items, and you either select this or that. This or that. This or that. This or
1: that. Sounds pretty complicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's start. All right. Now I'm going to give you just a second. As soon as I read you the two items, you'll have a second to choose one of them.
1: Okay, so gut response. All right. All right.
0: Let's go. Savory or sweet? Savory. Bacon or cooking? cooking eating chili with a spoon or fork hands (laughs) soap (laughs) on the sponge or do you soak your dishes in water
1: uh soap on a sponge
0: jamie oliver or bobby flay jamie oliver iron chef or chopped chopped parsley or cilantro cilantro okay do you open your banana from the top where the stem is or the bottom the bottom really
1: yeah yeah it's because you get a little handle with the stem yeah
0: (laughs) do you eat the entire apple core included or do you eat just the apple and you toss the core
1: what like a horse with the the core included no I, i i yeah i throw away the 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 core
0: the core snack or no snacks
1: i snack i'm a snacker
0: cake or cookies
1: Ooh, cookies
0: this is a tough one mac and cheese or pizza pizza Okay, our next segment, our rapid-fire segment. I'm going to give you a few questions. You're going to have a second to respond. Okay. Not even two, just one second. Whoa, all right. One. Pressure's on. Okay, what's your favorite ingredient to cook with? Oh, see, I feel
1: ri- like the, dun, uh, dun, 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 d- dun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Pre- uh... Anything? Okay, you're gonna to have to ask me that one again. Okay, um... we're gonna
0: we're gonna loop back to that one. <laughs> what would be the scariest ingredient to work with?
1: Uh, lobsters. Anything with a shell—they're awful, it's to- terrifying.
0: What's your favorite meal of the day, and why?
1: Breakfast, because you can have it at any time of day. I don't care what anyone says.
0: What's your food guilty pleasure?
1: Bologna and and the 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 fake cheese on white bread. <laughs> That's like Don't guilty. mean to laugh. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's all right. I...
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to loop back. What's your favorite ingredient to cook with?
1: That is definitely... Uh, oh, God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, what that's do a I... good
0: thing. So you, you enjoy cooking with everything?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I cook a lot with... Uh, uh, a lot of my stuff involves bread of some some fashion. I'm a, I am ai love sandwiches. So let's just call it bread. Bread. Yeah.
0: All right. So your yeah. favorite ingredient to cook with? bread
1: yeah it's incredibly boring but yeah
0: on to our next segment true or false (music) can you freestyle with ingredients when baking no need to measure all ingredients true or false
1: true if you've done everything important already like if you're if you've got the the base down and then you just want to faff around with maybe all right i've got my 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 bread made uh like all the doughs ready maybe i'll throw in some jalapenos or scallions that that's when you can kind of freestyle with it but it, otherwise it's a total science and don't screw around
0: okay so you redeemed yourself there thank you yes it is it's a total science so that is false it's a total science and um every ingredient has to be precise yeah perfect question number two you can use any pan you would like to bake square, round, it doesn't make a difference
1: I'm going to say true because it depends uh, to, to me it depends on what you're, what you're making the shape shouldn't matter but um, that, that might explain some of the things that I've, that I've made if the, if the <laughs> flavor comes out a little funky maybe I've got the wrong shape So
0: that is actually false um, if a recipe actually rec- says to use a nine-inch brown pan, you can't substitute that for a square because then your ingredients will have to actually be adjusted.
1: Oh, uh, I guess yeah.
0: Remember back yeah. to the science.
1: Yeah, see, I went to school for English, not uh, not <laughs> not math or geometry. wasn't my wasn't my jam.
0: All right, next question. Baking soda will last forever.
1: God, I hope it does. Uh, I'm going to say true.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. All
1: right. I've got this box that I've had forever, so.
0: It does. Stored in a cool place and sealed tightly, baking soda can last decades. Oh. It's kind of scary though when you think about it.
1: That that is.
0: Okay. Alcohol bakes off in the oven.
1: It's it's either it's either going into the the baking or into me, so hopefully uh, hopefully yes. I, I believe it does.
0: False. Oh. So about 50% actually does bake off, but 50% does remain. I mean, it's not, you're not going to get drunk off a piece of rum cake.
1: Well, not with that attitude.
0: (laughs) But it definitely will uh, remain. 50% does remain within your baked goods. Well, that's good then. All right. Last one. You can make a substitute for buttermilk when you're in a bind.
1: Yes, you can with, uh, true, uh, milk and I think a bit of lemon juice, Uh, high-fat milk and a bit of lemon juice. You
0: are correct. Sweet.
1: Thanks, Mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you mentioned your YouTube channel, but you haven't told us how we can actually find you.
1: Oh, well, I I am kind of uh, rejiggering the focus of the YouTube channel, but it's called Three Points of Contact. It's about living and traveling with a disability and i'm shifting it more to having adventures and uh living with a disability in in toronto specifically there's Mm going to be some more comedy stuff coming up there soon um you can find me on twitter uh where i post a lot of my uh upcoming comedy shows uh it's i'm at dan barra um on, on Twitter and, and the Instagram and, and all of this Dan Baraburger Comedy uh, on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and yeah I'm just in uh, open mic rooms and booked nights here in Toronto and hopefully soon outside of the city uh, so if you want to come see some see a blind guy do some comedy and maybe uh, walk into a, a glass window or something <laughs> then uh, then I'll, I'll, I'll do it yeah, definitely will I really will. appreciate it
0: I definitely will and I know We've talked about this word, but Dan, you inspire me. And thank thank you you so much for coming and chatting with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been been a total pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to the Kitchen Confession podcast. For recipes and foodie finds, head over to kitchenconfession.com. I also want to thank our producer, Wilson Lin, and remind you to join us next week for more guest kitchen confessions. See you at the next episode.